Hello, my friends, and welcome to Friday. It is June the 25th. Um, We are exactly six months from Christmas and six months to Christmas. We uh, alluded to that uh, yesterday, even did more than alluding to it, named it strongly on the Feast of uh, St. John the Baptist, right? Uh, And uh, today we are back in ordinary time. Uh, And today, for the first time in three weeks, we are outside the Sermon on the Mount. So if uh, you would like to follow along, we are going to be in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 1 to 4, short gospel today, and uh, invite you to uh, open up yourself as we uh, break open God's Word here together this morning. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And then a leper approached, did him homage, and said, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. He stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I will do it. Be made clean. His leprosy was cleansed immediately. Then Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Gosh, short gospel, but filled with lots of good stuff there, isn't it? Uh, Let's just talk a little bit about that first line. I mean, we dive right in. When Jesus came down from the mountain, why is that important? Well, remember, at the beginning of Matthew chapter 5, at the beginning of the Sermon Sermon on the Mount, Jesus saw the crowds, right? He saw people. He He didn't look past them. He didn't take them for granted. He saw what their experience was. He, he, uh, he knew what they were going through on an internal level. He, he, uh, he felt compassion for them. He saw their experience. He saw their, their life situation, okay? When Jesus saw the people, he went up the mountain. Now, again, remember, Jesus is the new Moses in Matthew's gospel. There's no doubt about it. So just as Moses went up the mountain to get the law, Jesus is going to go up the mountain and and help us interpret the law. All those times where he says, you have heard it said, but I say to you, all very, um, that's not just a, a coincidence in Matthew's gospel. Well, he went up the mountain and now he has to come back down. And, uh, and the people, so Jesus saw the people, went up the mountain, and then they came to him and he taught. Now he is going back down the mountain, and these great crowds saw him, and now they're following him. Isn't that wonderful? That they saw what God looked like. They saw what God sounded and felt like. They saw who God was in how he was uh, preaching and what he was bringing to them and how he was opening their eyes, their minds, their hearts to who God really was. They experienced God in a new way through their interaction with Jesus Christ. So not only did he see them, they saw God and they are following. It's so good. But now it's like time for the rubber to hit the road, isn't it? 
So they come down the mountain. The great crowds are following him. What happens? A leper approaches him. Okay, Lord, we just heard three chapters of some of the the most incredible teaching in all of Scripture. But what are you going to do now? And a leper approaches him. And the leper, brothers and sisters, doesn't make a request. The leper makes a statement. Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. I mean, there's, there's certainly a request implied in there, isn't there? I would like to be made clean. You have the ability. Will you do it? But that's our putting ourselves in there. He's simply making a statement. I know who you are. You are the one who is the healer. You are the one who makes all things new. You are the one who can redeem and take us back to the beginning. Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. You know that, and I know that. And, and again, this is God speaking. This is God speaking through Jesus Christ. I will do it. Be made clean. Yes, that is my will for you and for all. Purity, cleanliness, wholeness. Now that wholeness, my friends, isn't just a wholeness in health, isn't it? We're going to see to that in just a little bit. So Jesus stretches out his hand, touches him. I will do it. Be made clean. His leprosy was cleaned immediately. Um, But then Jesus says this, see that you tell no one. Now, again, we could go off on a a tangent there as to why does he always do that? But but, uh, don't want to go down that road. But go show yourself to the priest. Offer the gift that Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. So I'm certain you know this. uh, Most of you already know this already. But what he's doing is he's inviting him back to community. Okay, so let's let's put this whole gospel in context. So Jesus is coming down the mountain. A leper comes up to him. Lepers have to stay, you know, X amount of feet, let's say 50 feet away from people. And when they get close to crowds, they have to, you know, ring bells. They have to make noise. They have to cry unclean. Uh, So people can stay at a distance because to come in contact with a leper would make you or I unclean, according to Jewish law, because they are unclean in their uh, physical condition. If we encounter them, and by encounter we mean touch, um, or probably get within that 50 feet radius, but don't, you know, can't really speak more about that because I don't know much. Um, By encountering them, we become unclean. And so again, this is where that rubber hits the road. This unclean person comes up to Jesus and says, I know who you are. You know who I am. Can all this wonderful and beautiful rhetoric, uh, can it, can it be put in reality here? And Jesus stretches out his hand and touches him. But again, that wholeness that Jesus, when he says, I will do it, be made clean. I do desire wholeness for you. I do desire holiness. But holiness is part of that wholeness of who we are. Um, it is not just an individual wholeness or holiness. That we are part of a community. And that's what Jesus is inviting him back into in saying, you know, uh, go show yourself to the priest because the priest is the gatekeeper 
to the Jewish people. The priest is the one who said, okay, he had to judge the illness and say, okay, he's got to go live in that leper colony over there. This is, these are the rules by which we got to go. Um, he's also, the priest is also the one that this leper has to go through to be instituted back within the community. The gift that Moses prescribed, you know, is something to the effect of like, uh, you know, uh, two turtle doves, an offering or something to that effect, that it's, uh, it's an offering to God. Um, and that reinstitutes him into community. And I love that idea. And I've used this image before. I know I've, I've used this statement. Uh, it comes from um, a Benedictine priest that I, I know and love who was pastor for 10 years for me when I was out in Wyoming. But this is a Benedictine saying. And Benedict's, Benedictines, of course, live in community uh, as a religious order. Uh, but the statement is this. Salvation is realized in community. Meaning, brothers and sisters, we are responsible for one another. The salvation, that wholeness, that healing that takes place within me by the grace of God, and that healing can look physically like a leper uh, all of a sudden being healed of, uh, of their illness, their disease. That healing that takes place within me can be an overflowing of grace and forgiveness, which I... Uh, am freed of a burden that I have been carrying all my life, that healing can take place on a physical, emotional, spiritual, social, mental level. All of that, brothers and sisters, doesn't mean we simply take that and say, God, praise you and thank you. I'm healed. And now I can just sit in my, my new uh, place of healing and, uh, and just be, be good. No, we too are called to go back into community in, in efforts to heal, to continue that healing effort, right? Uh, salvation, the salvation we experience is realized. It comes, the rubber hits the road. The, uh, the, the salvation that I experience must find its way in how I live and love one another. Because, brothers and sisters, we are not simply responsible for ourselves. You know, I said yesterday, the last, one of the last lines I said, we live no longer I, but Christ lives in me. Why? So others can live in me. And I in them. Our lives no longer belong to us alone. This is Elie Wiesel, who lived through the Holocaust in Auschwitz, by the way. Our lives no longer belong to us alone. They belong to all who need us desperately. It's in a very real sense, my friends, that our redemption, our liberation, our freedom, our holiness, our healing is wrapped up in the holiness, the redemption, the liberation, the freedom of others. We live no longer I, just for me. I live for all of us. And all of us are the body of Christ together, right? And that's why it, it's this beautiful idea that Jesus doesn't just say, hey, be healed and then go off on your own. How great is that? He says, be healed. And now I want you to be, uh, find yourself back in this community. Find your home there. Because that is going to be good for you because your liberation is tied up in the liberation of that other community and their liberation is tied up in yours. I mean, again, the crowds are following him and they're seeing, they, they saw who God is up on the mountain, remember? Now they're seeing what God looks like here. And it's not just healing for an individual, it is liberation for a community 
because that's what we're invited to. Last thing I want to say, and then I'll, I'll be quiet. I love that image of, uh, of Jesus stretching out his hand. It's not the only time we, we hear that in Scripture, right? I think of when uh, Peter was walking on the water and he began to look at the waves and uh, began to sink because he took his gaze off of Christ, put his gaze on the waves and how big they were and how strong the wind was and thought, I can't overcome that stuff, and begins to sink. And it says Jesus stretched out his hand and saved him. And here again, Jesus stretches out his hand, that that distance, that division between uh, sickness and uh, ostracism and fringe and, and loneliness and isolation, that distance, Jesus stretches himself across it. And in stretching, in taking that distance away, he saves us, doesn't he? Because I'm no longer alone. I'm no longer sinking uh, based on whatever waves are overcoming me. Brothers and sisters, had we read our first reading today, and it's so good, they're going through Genesis, and, and right now it's Abram and Sarah, Sarai, and today uh, God makes a covenant, uh, and, and they get new names, Abraham and Sarah, instead of Abram and Sarai, uh, as part of that covenant. But that stretching that God does, he invites us to, right? And Abraham is, is, is perhaps... <clears throat> Example A, B, and C. Because he stretched Abraham by saying, go from your people, the land you know, the people you know, your kinsfolk in Ur of the Chaldeans, and go to this land that I will give you. He didn't know where that land was. He knew that, that it was, uh, or he may not have known, but, but the bottom line is Canaan, where he was going, was filled with a whole lot of hostile people. Go from what you know and I'm going to ask you to be stretched to go to a place you don't. But I've invited you. So don't worry. It's going to be good. <clears throat> and then he invites him. He stretches him. When, when Abram is 99 years old and, and Sarai is, is 90 to say, hey, you've been barren all your life. You too. But you're going to have a child. And they laugh at him. They laugh at God. Literally becomes the name of Isaac, right? Uh, laughter. Um, but he stretches them. He stretches Abraham when he takes his only son, Isaac, when he's older and is going to sacrifice him, even to give up the very thing he loves the most to God because God is more. Now, there's a whole reason for that, and we won't get into it. God, God stretches across the distance to you and I. Whatever distance there is between you and I, God says, let there no, be none. Let there be none. But brothers and sisters, he does that so we can be in community with him in order that we may stretch ourselves. Are we too comfortable today? Is there something even beyond that that God is inviting us to stretch out? I suspect every one of us can look in our lives and look at those times in our life that were most fulfilling, and we will see times that we were stretched out of our comfort zone. But you know what we found? We found God was already over in that land of Canaan. Yep, stretched us. We were, we were fearful. But the, the, the life we found on the other side. Just as the leper was invited to go back to community, brothers and sisters, we are called to, to stretch, to allow God to stretch out, we to stretch out to him, 
So there is no distance between us, but also to stretch ourselves to one another here and let there be no distance between us and those others in our life, that community, because our liberation, our freedom, our, our redemption is bound up in theirs and theirs with us. And the only way that can happen is if we stretch ourselves and, and go out to meet them and invite them to meet us. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we um, conclude our sorrowful mysteries today. We just bring all of this to our loving God as we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, have a wonderful weekend, and uh, may it be filled with every good joy and blessing, and I look forward to us being back together on Monday. God's peace to you.